day, boys and girls. This is story time with Nana Anna. Good day, children, and welcome to Story Time with Nana Anna. Today's story is The Adventures of Cooper the Field Mouse. It's a story written by Joan Doucette. This story is about Cooper, a curious little field mouse who loves adventure and seeing new things. And when he decides to climb on board the family motorhome to explore Canada, he meets a golden retriever named Draco. Together, the two not only find adventure, but uncover a wonderful new friendship. So sit back, relax, close your eyes, open your ears, and listen as we travel together through the magical ride into the wonderful world of words and your imagination. Good day, children. This is Nana Anna, and I am most pleased to be reading The Adventures of Koopa the Field Mouse by our good friend, author, Joan Doucette. We are going to begin today with Chapter One. In the grasses of a small backyard in Prince Edward Island, lived a little field mouse named Koopa. He had soft, shiny fur and long whiskers that twitched when he got excited or hungry. His eyes were black and sparkled with curiosity. Round ears that could hear sounds that humans could not sat on his head, and he also had a long tail that wrapped over his nose when he slept. Koopa! loved his home in Canada's smallest province. It was warm and sunny in the summer, and the winter snow made a fluffy white blanket over his nest that kept him and his family safe and warm. Best of all, the air smelled like salt because the water that surrounded the little island was salty. One morning, Cooper woke up to find a big new vehicle in the yard. He could hear the humans talking inside. When they left, he climbed in through a hole under the door to check things out. It was like a house on wheels. There was a small kitchen with a fridge and a stove, and at the back was a bedroom and a bathroom. The curious little mouse climbed onto the table where he discovered a large piece of paper that said, Map of Canada. The humans were going traveling. After that morning, Cooper climbed into the motorhome every chance he got. He dreamed about what it would be like to see all the faraway places he had found on the map. One day, the humans started to pack for their trip across Canada. He packed his clothes in his phone so he could text his family every day. After kissing everyone goodbye, 
he climbed into the motorhome wall where he found a cozy spot behind the fridge. Things began to rumble as the motorhome started and they were seen rolling along. It was late in the afternoon and the excitement made Cooper tired. He yawned and curled up in his nest behind the wall, and tucking his nose under his tail, he fell sound asleep to the gentle walking motion as they drove down the road heading west. He slept as they drove past the rolling hills of his little province and over the 13 kilometers of the Confederation Bridge and into New Brunswick. While Cooper snored, the motorhome lumbered past the turn-off to Nova Scotia and continued down the highways of New Brunswick. They stopped late that evening at the Quebec border and parked for the night. Chapter 2 When Cooper woke up the next morning, they were beside a sign that said, Bonvenue à Quebec. After the humans and their dogs ate breakfast, they went for a walk. Cooper poked his head out from under the fridge. His nose twitched. What, what was that yummy smell? So, following his nose, he climbed onto the table. And there, on one of the plates, was some leftover scrambled eggs. Cooper had never eaten eggs, so he climbed onto the plate and started to nibble. They were delicious. Soon... He heard the humans approach, and in a flash, the quick little mouse was back in his hiding place behind the fridge. Before long, they were moving again. Poking his head out from under the fridge, Koopa saw a round green chair under a small window. Quick as he could, the little mouse climbed up the back of the chair to the window and hid behind the curtain. From his hiding place, Cooper could see lots of farms with long sloping fields that seemed to roll all the way to the road. Small and large rivers flowed by lazily. The humans called a big, fast-moving one the St. Lawrence River. Late that afternoon, the motorhome stopped. When the door opened, a smell tickled Cooper's nose. What was that wonderful smell? Peeking outside, he saw a sign that said, Fromage. Cooper knew that was the French word for cheese. They were at a cheese factory. He knew he shouldn't leave the motor home, but the nosy little mouse could not help himself. That smell was just too tempting. Slipping out, he ran for the building and ducked through a hole by the door. Once inside, he found rows of shelves stacked with round cheeses called wheels. He couldn't resist. He climbed up and started to nibble. It was so good that Cooper forgot to watch the humans until he heard the door close. Oh, no! They were leaving. He slid down the shelf leg like a fireman and ran for the hole he had found behind the factory door. When he popped out, the humans were already climbing into the vehicle. His belly was so full of cheese it slowed him down. In the nick of time, he scampered inside just as the motor roared to life. That was close. He'd have to be more careful from now on. 
tired from his excitement and his full belly, the mouse curled up behind the fridge and, tucking his nose under his tail, went to sleep. He was happily dreaming of giant cheese wheels when they drove past the sign that said, Welcome to Ontario. Chapter 3 They traveled for days in this big province called Ontario. From his hiding place behind the curtain, Cooper watched the province flow by. Sometimes they were driving by big cities with so many cars and trucks that if he hadn't seen it, Cooper would not have believed that so many people could live in one place. Some days they traveled down quiet country roads along fields of corn and soybeans. Cooper's favorite days were when they drove by lakes, big and small. Late in the afternoon on one of those days they stopped and Cooper heard the dogs and their humans leave for their usual walk. He peered outside. They were at a beach. Well, he was so excited he almost forgot his beach towel. Once outside he twitched his nose looking for the salty smell he loved back home. It was not there. Then he remembered the big lake on the map. He was at a big fresh water lake called Lake Superior. The sand was warm under his toes, so he stretched out on his towel to enjoy the sun. A warm breeze ruffled his fur as he listened to the honking of Canada geese. This time, Cooper kept his ears open for the humans, and as soon as he heard them, he quickly returned to his nest. Just before he fell asleep, he thought of his mouse family back on PEI, and he felt a little lonesome, but the next minute his eyes closed. Early the next morning, Cooper awoke to the rumble of the motorhome. They were heading west again. The highway began to twist and turn. Lake Superior glistened on their left, and on the right towered huge gray rocks streaked red and orange. The humans called these rocks the Canadian Shield. Cooper had seen lots of rocks called sandstone on PEI, but nothing, 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 nothing like this. These rocks were huge. That night, while everyone slept, the hungry little mouse crept out to look for some crumbs. As he approached the dog's dish, Cooper heard someone whisper, Hi there. He whirled around to find the big white dog lying with his chin between his paws looking at him. Cooper froze. Don't be afraid, said the big guy. I know you've been eating out of my bowl at night. Am I leaving you enough? Yes, you are. Thank you. How did you know I was there, stammered the white-eyed mouse. I could smell you, silly, came the reply. My name is Drake. What's yours? Cooper stuttered the little mouse. Don't be afraid. I won't hurt you, said the golden retriever. I just want to talk. I miss home. What about you? Yeah, especially at night, but I'm having so much fun in the daytime, replied Cooper, that I forget to be lonely. 
Just then, they heard someone moving in the bedroom, and he said, I have to go. Thanks for the food. I'll see you tomorrow, whispered Cooper as he dove under the fridge. The next three provinces they were going across were called prairies. Cooper had read what the word prairie meant. It meant large grassland. He liked grass. It was a great place to hide. Tomorrow, they would arrive in the first prairie province, Manitoba. He was excited to see what a grassland looked like. Would it be like his field in PEI, or would this be totally different? Snuggling down for the night, he thought about his new friend. It it was nice to have someone to talk to. Wrapping his tail over his nose, he smiled and soon went to sleep. We will be reading chapters 4, 5, 6, 7, and maybe even 8 when we next get together right here on Storytime with Nana Anna. Sleep tight, my little munchkins. Have a good, good, good rest. And we will see you again right here. This is Nana Anna. Au revoir. been listening to story time with nana anna join us again right here on island waves the voice of prince edward island you've got a friend in me you've got a friend in me when the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed just remember what your past said, boy, you got a friend in me, yeah, you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me, you got a friend in me, you got trouble, and I got them too. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you We stick together, see it through Cause you've got a friend in me you got a friend in me Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am Big and stronger too Maybe, but none of them will ever love you the way I do it's me and you, boy And as the years go by A friendship will never die You're gonna see it's our destiny You got a friend in me You got a friend in me You got a friend in me, you got a friend in me.